welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Faira, your will of protection. Shalom to everyone. Today I would like to share with you a Devatara that might not be the regular style that I usually give a Devatara, but I think HaKadosh Buhu put me in a position to, to say something based on a very nice idea, MSDK idea I heard last night in a shir I go to once a week from Rav Boyer. So I'm taking an idea he, he said, I'm connecting it to the Parsha, I'm going to say something good will come out of it. So there's really only one question I want to share with you, a very simple question. At the beginning of this week's Parsha, HaKadosh Buhu tells Moshe, please go to tell Bnei Israel that we're leaving, I'm going to help you get out of Mitzrayim, get out of Egypt. So Moshe Rabbeinu comes and tells him the plan. But it was very hard for them to listen and to hear, as the Pasuk says, that Moshe spoke to them, but they did not listen to Moshe because of which is translated to because of shortness of wind and hard work. The question that I think should be asked is that the order should be reversed. Usually, why is a person in a state of shock and under pressure, it's because he was given the hard work. So it should have said, because of hard work and shortness of wind or shortness of breath. But the, the, the order is opposite. What lesson can we learn out of the fact that the Torah wrote it in a reversed order? To answer this question, I want to share with you an idea I heard last night. I think it's a beautiful idea. And he, when he brought this idea, he brought some stories that people were very strong and they had a certain will to do something and nothing stopped them until suddenly someone said one comment and everything they were building up their whole life suddenly crumbled. And he said, how can it be? They were so strong till now. How come that suddenly one person says one comment and everything they built till now fell down? For example, a person really wanted to get accepted to become a doctor and he worked really hard. Suddenly someone said one statement to him and he didn't feel like doing anything and became depressed and, and even physically he was impacted. How does such a thing happen? To answer that, he explained that based on the Sfarim HaKadoshim, the holy books that he quoted certain books in Sfarim, if anyone's interested I can tell you where you can find this idea. He said that every person has a set of Ritzonot, wills, all kinds of things he wants to do which we already spoke in previous times, that that's what defines you. Whatever you really want to do, that is what defines you. And that's the key, the master key, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave only to you everything. Everything is in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, except for the fear of Hashem. And later on, I'll prove to you, Be'ez HaShem, how it's not only the fear in Hashem, but it's also your trust in Hashem, and also your will to do it on Hashem. But in any case, everyone has a set of wills within them. For example, liking play, one likes to play basketball, and he also likes to, to learn, and he also likes to teach, and to do chesed, whatever it is. Everyone has a set of wills. But everyone, and each one has a different intensity. We'll say the will that he wants the most, let's call it will number 10, and the least is number 1. And the chiddish is, that's all your, your atzimel is also, uh, a ratzon, will, in Lashna Kodesh is also the same letters that create the word tzinol. Tzinol is a, is, is a tube that connects us to chayim, to chayim. Because gives us chayim through life, through this, and energy, through, through this tzinol, this tube.
So all the other wills, also, they get all this energy through that one main ratzon. We call it the will, ratzon number 10. Now, call out someone says something that is an exact contradiction to your will. For example, you really want to be the CEO of a company. But someone says, ah, you're not fitting for a CEO. There's no way you could be a CEO. You're too quiet. You're too this. So that's a hit, a straight-on hit to his main will. And the person from that, it can literally make someone even go to the hospital for such a thing. It re- and he says those are the times that a person comes home after a day of work or whatever it is, and he feels he doesn't have an appetite, he feels heavy, he doesn't feel like doing anything. And he says a lot of people don't know what their most inner will is, will number 10 we called it. But when someone hits that button and goes against his will, it's like a dagger in the heart, and that's what does it to people. And yes, it takes a skill to figure out what your will number one is, but that's how how it happens. Mimele, perhaps, this is what happened with Neisoel. And before, I'll explain in the Pasuk what's going on. He did tell us this, the, the, the following thing, and this is very important, I think. He said that if a person works on himself and ensures that his most intense will, will number 10, is always to do Ratzon Hashem, then in a certain way, that is the best shield for any comments someone will tell him. Why? Because although there's, someone can say a comment against his other wills, will number 3, 4, 5, but everything comes from will number 10. So it might hurt him a bit if someone says something against, you're not such a good basketball player. But if ba- being a good basketball player is not his most intense number 10 will, then he'll still be able to be okay with that. So if a person's most inner intense will is to do it on Hashem, nothing can stand him. Nothing can throw, you can, can't throw anything his way that will make him upset to an, to, to an extreme. Because he'll say, if this happened to me, it must be, Hashem does everything to me for a reason, and it's for the best for me, even though I don't understand why, and that's not going to impact me, and I'll be still happy. And a person on that that lives life like that, he won't be impacted and he's protecting himself. A person that brings up his family in such a way, they'll also have an automatic, in Hebrew it's called chasinut. In a way, in a way, in English, you would say, it builds up your immune system to, to, to withstand that. And if you teach your kids at a young age to do such a thing, that's going to help them in life. Besides the fact that that's really what one should do. One should ensure that he wants to do Hashem's will. People make the mistake that they think once Hashem is the main will, there's no real room for any other will. It's not true. It's not a contradiction to want to be a good basketball player to the fact that a person, will number 10, the most extreme one, is Ratzon Hashem, to do Hashem's will. Now having said that, this, now with this we can, we can explain over here what it says in the Pasuk. It says that Pnei Yisrael couldn't listen to Moishen. We said it's the wrong order. We should have, it should have said, because of the hard work, it caused them to have a shortness of breath because it made them in this crazy state. But the truth is, it's the opposite. If their frame of mind was different and their innermost will would have been to do a ton Hashem, then it's not true that the Avodak Hashem, the difficult work, would have made them feel that they're out of breath and under pressure. They'd, they would have been calm and able to listen because they would have understood that doing this hard work is what Hashem wants them to do. So that's what the Pasuk is teaching me. No. They were in, the reason they were out of breath is because their will, their outlook, their perception of life, what they wanted is to have a calm life. 
an exact contradiction to that is doing hard work, and therefore they were th and then the the Pasuk is hinting to us this idea by reversing the order and saying no before the game started because their innermost will was not to do its own Hashem, even though they had such a will, but wasn't their innermost will, but rather to have a calm life, that negatively impacted them, and that was the real event. Having said that, I do want to conclude that it says in Tosfos in several places in the Gemara, Chazal, the sages teach us, everything is in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, aside from the level of our fear to Hashem. But really, it's a lot deeper than that. There's three keys that our HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us to our hands. And that's the will to do what's on Hashem, emunah, belief in Hashem, and fear. Fear is just a result of the other ones. Meaning, I'll explain. Once a person has an intense emunah in Hashem and believes in Hashem, that triggers the will to do what's on Hashem. And that triggers the fear to ensure I'm doing what's on Hashem, because that's what's important to me. Anytime something's important to you because you're motivated to do something, you're scared of not doing that thing. So really, fear is just... Megale reveals the level of emunah, belief I have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and, and as a result also the level of, of Ratzon to do, to do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to do. I'll just end up with a story that I don't usually like to bring stories about the Holocaust, but this was brought in several books and I thought it was a very nice story that brings out the point. There was a person by the name of Reb Awin in, uh, in the camps, in the Holocaust, and every day was happy, despite the fact that it was crazy what was going on around him. And everyone asked him, how can you be so happy? How can you be so happy? And he didn't really answer them, but it's probably what we're saying now, that deep inside, his most inner will to do the Son Hashem, no matter how difficult things were, he always was able to keep that in his vision. Then, one day they saw him really sad, and they asked him, Why so sad? Because tomorrow is the day that they were designated for us to be thrown into the fires? Is that why you're so sad? And he said, No, I'm sad because I realized that tonight is Erev Sukkot, tomorrow is Sukkot, and I don't have Arba Saminim. The next morning he wakes up and he's happy again. So everyone asked him, "What? How come you're happy? Today is the day we're being thrown into the fires. What are you happy about? Like, did you find your Arba Taminim? And he says, yes. I want all of you to see. I need a minion. I want ten people to come with me. He brings ten people outside to the place. They're going to throw them into the fire. And he says, he says a small prayer. We always shake these four species, the Arba Saminim, for you. And each one is for a different part of our body. One once for the heart, once for the backbone, etc. And it's as if we're giving them to you. Today, I'm going to be mekayim and fulfilling this mitzvah in the best way possible. Instead, I'm going to give you of myself. I'm good. Not, not, instead of using albasa minim, I'm going to give you. Everything is, instead of give, shaking the lulav, I'm going to shake myself for you. And then he said one more thing, which is an amazing thing to say. And he said... HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you took a lot from me, but there's one thing that you're not going to be, you're not going to be, you can't take away from me. And that is my, my will to do Ratzon Hashem. That you gave me. And that no one can take away from me. 
obviously this person was on a very high level that was able to keep in his will number 10 always to do its on Hashem and hence nothing stared him nothing negatively impacted him Yiratzon that we were able to take this idea and implement this it in our own lives This is the Prism life. of Torah podcast Drubasaf Aaron Prisman Please share with your friends and family PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah You can contact us through the website Once again PrismaofTorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leva, Siona, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai, Isaac, Ben Moshe.